Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So you took your shoes off in some stranger's bed and... and <laughs> well, like I don't know what to do. I'm nodding out just, like this, you know. I, well, why don't you leave? Why are you still in that room? I'm kind of... What, why are you We're just wa- waiting for her to return. To do what? This is the plate of Dennis Shanks. He says he was played for a sucker by the defendant's sad little eyes and ended up paying for a new phone. The defendant promised she'd pay him back, but hasn't. And when he balked, she accused him of fooling around with her friend in her bed, breaking her phone and buying her a new one. Yuck. Her friend's like 30 years younger than he is. He'd never. And here they are. He's suing for $154.31. The amount he's owed. This is the defendant, Natalina Lima. She says she left the plaintiff and her friend alone in her bedroom, and when she returned, her phone was broken. She doesn't know how it happened or what they were doing in her room alone. He bought her a new one, and that was that, until now. A year later, that is. She's accused of shaking a guy down. All parties, please use your hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it? Come to order, please. <clears throat> litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're Mr. Shanks, you're suing Ms. Lima, friend of a former friend of yours, yes. former coworker, for $154.31 that you say you fronted for her and she was supposed to pay you back and didn't, correct? That's correct. Okay, what happened? Uh, on July 13th, 2016, uh, we were taking a lunch break and my partner, business associate, said, you know, my girlfriend texts me, she needs some work. We got a lot of work coming up, why don't we, I do home, repa- I do home repair. Home repair. Home repair, okay. like a handyman type thing. Okay. Uh, and so your your business associate was somebody who works for a lady who works for me. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Um, she'd been with me three years or so, and um, she said, "Let's go buy her house. We're going to pass her house. Maybe we can hook her up and give her some work. We can have her do some painting with us and help her out." He says, "Oh, good. I'll help her out. Yeah." So we went there. It was very hot out, and my AC wasn't working properly. So um, I said, "Why don't I come in and meet her, etc." And her apartment layout was they rented rooms and they had a common area of the kitchen, so there was no like furnishings or a living room where we could talk. So I just sat on the bed, and they were talking. They were old friends. And um, 
I said, well, will you be able to work for me? She said, well, I'm waiting for a phone call. I got my phone on charge right now. The company's going to give me full-time work where you can only give me part-time. I would need full-time. He says, okay, let's see what happens. She wasn't sure you were going to get the job. I says, well, let me know what happens. I can probably give you some work, help you out. Okay. She said, well, I have to run an errand. So if you guys wait here, I'll be back. So she left. And when she came, and I, I'm diabetic, so I usually take a little nap midday. And so I said, I'm sitting on the bed. I just lay down. And sometime wait. later. Wait, do you have shoes on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you take your shoes off? Yeah. So you took your shoes off in some stranger's bed and just, and well, like I didn't know Goldilocks what to do. I'm nodding out just, like this, you know. I, well, why don't you leave? Why are you still in that room? I'm kind of, what, why are you We're just room? waiting for her to return. To do what? I don't know what, she went and ran an errand. I said, no, why do you have to wait? You're a businessman, right? right? Why do you oh, have we were, to we're wait? On, we're on our break, and I was going to go sleep in the car. She was, there's a bed there, stay there. Like, okay, fine. Who said that? My, my worker said that. Your, okay. My co-worker. My were worker. you doing the nasty with the worker? Pardon? Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So the plaintiff goes to the defendant's house. It supposedly interviews the defendant for a job. The defendant says, I have to leave. The plaintiff is there with his business associate, and all of a sudden says, I'm diabetic, I have to take a nap in your bed. Is this a real nap, or is it sex? Uh, I'm going to have to say sex. Why are you saying sex? You know, just... There are reasons you could say that. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I mean, this is bizarre, isn't it? Very bizarre. I mean, it, sh it probably should be a nap. I mean, was there sex involved? Well, I'm asking you. I mean, he says it's a nap, but what, he's taking a nap and the business associate's there and the defendant leaves the house? It's a nap. He had low blood sugar problem. God, you're boring as hell going inside the courtroom. Were you having sex on the bed with the worker? No. No. Okay. No, she's been with me four years. I have other apartments I work at. We don't need Well, that. I was just curious because you said she's a lots of fun, lots of laugh, and easy on the eyes. <laughs> well, she's a very pleasant person, easy okay. to work with. Well, you said easy on, easy on the eyes refers <laughs> a little... I was just being honest. Okay, well, she's... Where is she now? Are you still working with her? I think she's in rehab right now, so... Okay. Um, not sure. So, um, why do you think that? That you she's just pulling that out of the sky, or...? No, her, okay. I talked to her mother recently. Right. I said, where is right. she? She's mm -hmm. in rehab. Okay. Okay, so now... Um, she comes back. For some odd reason, you're sleeping in her bed. And well, I'm just napping. And your stocking feet, or were your socks off? I'm just curious. No. <laughs> My stocking feet, I believe. I don't recall that okay. detail. And yeah. uh, you come, when you come, where did you go? And why is he in your room? I went to the store. Yeah, but why did you leave them in your room? Because it was like I, a friendly I've known, thing? I've known the mutual friend for a while. So I just figured, all right, you know when you go to someone's house, you have a friend, and you bring a friend, you guys are just hanging out. I said, I have to go to the store. It's the middle of the day. Why couldn't you go to the store after they left from their lunch break? It's so weird to me. I don't know. So I don't even remember why. Were people doing things they shouldn't have been doing in the room? I hope not. No, I meant while you were there, like, was anybody maybe imbibing in some kind of recreational pharmaceutical or something? No, 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 no. Okay, so no. go on. So I told them. I told them both. I said, I'm going to go to the store. I'll be right back. I left my phone on the charger because my phone sucks. It's always dead. So I left. I came back. I went to check my phone because I was waiting for a phone call for a job. Where it was plugged into it's the plugged... charger, and where physically was your phone? Exactly next to my bed. Meaning like... on the floor or on a... a... On, on the floor. On it was the on floor. the floor? Because the outlet is right there. Whatever. And um, I didn't think it would get touched. But what right? happened? So I don't know what they were doing when I left. I have no idea. I came back home. I went to look at my phone. Stuff was kind of moved around in my room, like... My bed was kind of moved. How did the, her bed There move? was stuff moved. Are you asking me? Yeah. Yes. Well, she, you, we, you were the only one there yeah. that, that's in the room. 
She, Go ahead. To wake me, she goes like one of these things to push the furniture. Who does? My worker. Okay. She, she was checking out her wardrobe. She has a lot of clothes. And uh, I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm checking. She has beautiful clothes. Look at all these clothes or whatever. I said, I'm nodding out. Okay. So she hits the bed like this and it slides like it had casters on it or it was a hardwood floor. I don't recall the detail of that. And it moved. So it was whatever. It was lined up between windows. Did, did, is that what broke the phone? But your phone didn't shatter, right? It didn't shatter. Okay. So I just, when you I came... just know that your phone worked before you left, although you said it was a piece of garbage and was constant. And then it didn't work after you came back. Um, but your phone has been like not keeping a charge for a while, you, you also said. No, my so phone. So the my bottom phone... line is you come back and now you need a new phone. Right. And? And he had said, look, you know, I'm in your home. I'm with your friend. You let me hang out here. I feel bad. Let's go get you a new phone. We brought my phone to a kiosk to see if maybe they can do some repairs to it. The guy said, there's nothing we can do. So we went to the phone store itself, and they said, look, you know, we can get you a new phone. You just have to pay this amount. I didn't have any money at the time. Like I said, I'm out of work. I'm trying to figure things out. He said, look, I'll help you out. We'll get you a new phone. I said, that's, I said, thank you. I was really appreciative of it. Got the new phone. <clears throat> and then he said, look, you know, can you pay me back? And we had verbally spoken about it. About paying him back. About, about paying him that back. That it was a loan. Right. We had talked about right, it. Right, right. And then at the end of the day, you broke my phone. One of you guys broke my phone. My phone was working fine which when I Which guy left. broke your phone? I'm sorry, what? First of all, which of the two guys, your friend or him, broke your phone? I'm not sure. Correct. One, two, your phone was a piece of garbage before this. That's why you were constantly having to charge it, you said. But okay, let's go with what was good enough for you. You actually signed a little promissory note of some kind. Let me see the note. It was actually on the back of the clerk who took care of us at Sprint. I didn't have documentation to- That's all you need is a crayon and a piece of toilet paper. I understand. I am a contractor, Your Honor, and yeah. I see it all the time. Oh, you could see it if you watch people's court for the last 17 <laughs> years, too. All right. I hereby agree to pay Dennis Shanks $50 a month for the phone. Well, you know what would be better? An exact amount of how much? How, what was this supposed to be? $50 a month until when? Until the 150 would be paid off. Right. That should be there, too. But yeah. anyway, okay. um, does that look familiar? Did you sign that? Yes. Okay. So... Um, why isn't this the best evidence of what the agreement was between the two of you when he forked over the money? I mean, a year has gone by, and I haven't really heard from him much. We no, the statute of limitations is substantially more than a year. You just feel like, ah, you got money, I don't. That's not I, a defense. I have told him, I said, listen, I will pay you back. Yes, I know, I saw I the said, text, and now I'm seeing the promissory note. I said, you know, so I just... what is your defense? You tell him you're going to pay him back, so he's a patient man, and he gives you a year, and then you say, well, it's been a year. That's like an odd thing to say. Why don't you pay the man back? I didn't break my phone. <laughs> I don't know if he did either. I don't know if your phone broke on its own. Your phone didn't shatter because of bed moves. It didn't your shatter. Your phone just stopped working. But my phone I was... have no idea if he broke the phone, if your phone died a natural death after a long life, <laughs> if your girlfriend, his former coworker, broke the phone. I have no idea, and neither do you. That is why you signed this. You needed a new phone. Nobody knew who caused the phone to break, but he had a spare $150 cash to get you that phone call so you could get a job. You were happy to borrow the money, and the issue before the court is, was it a gift? Was it a loan? What was the agreement? This was no gift. 
this was a loan. You agreed to a loan, and then you decided not to pay back the loan because, hey, I shouldn't have agreed to a loan to begin with. I don't care if you have regrets about agreeing to a loan. You, my only question is, did you agree to a loan? So to say that, uh, yeah, some, something happened. I don't know what, but something happened. That is most certainly not a defense to a loan, especially in a case where it's not even shattered. So we don't know that anything happened other than that you can't charge your phone because your phone is unchargeable because your phone was dying. You really think you got to raise your hand? I think we're done. Okay, $154.31 verdict for the plaintiff plus his court costs. Well, the plaintiff is finally going to get his $154 back. Ms. Lima, if you'll step over here. You okay with that decision? What, you must be upset a little bit. You don't seem like it. It is what it is. It it's is $150. You were there. My phone wasn't working. You broke it. She broke it. It was broken. We Either heard all way. the arguments. Right. You know, that's so. the judge's decision. Okay, very good. Right. You must sign a few documents. All right, here comes Mr. Shanks. Mr. Shanks, long road to get $150. Bucks. Yes, was sir. it worth it? The money didn't have the value compared to the honesty of I was there. It got damaged. I would take that responsibility. But I did it after the fact, so. All right. Well, look, congratulations. You won the case. Okay. Okay? Thank you. Very good. Thank you. You must sign a few documents. Harvey? Okay, Doug, there is a presumption in the law that when somebody gives money to somebody else that it's a loan. And the only way you can turn that into a gift is if the person who gets the money can somehow prove beyond where you tip the scales, where it's more likely than not that it was actually a gift. The defendant did not do that. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Lenny Gaither. She says she paid the defendant's oil company for a service contract, which he abruptly canceled after he found out she was buying oil from one of his competitors because it was cheaper. He refuses to refund the money she prepaid for the service contract. What he's doing isn't right, and she's owed $205, the amount she's suing for. This is the defendant, Randy Aiken. He says the customers who are getting service from him must also buy oil from him or he's not interested in their business. So at the expiration of her contract, once he discovered she hadn't purchased oil from him in four years, he terminated her contract. The plaintiff became irate and decided to sue him for the $205 service fee she paid for the previous year. But he did the work and won't return her money. 
He's accused of freezing out a customer. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the dock, the plaintiff says she got double dealt by hiring an oil company, but the defendant says she didn't live up to her end of the bargain. It's the case of oil's not well. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Lenny Gaither, you are suing uh, Building Inspectors and Contractors Incorporated, represented here by its owner, Randy Aiken. Yes. Okay, for $205 that you say he will not refund to you even though he won't service your... Your what? Heater. Heater. Okay. So talk to me. What happened okay. here? Well, years ago, I uh, had them to come out and to deliver oil. So at the time, they did tell me that um, I would have to get oil from them, which was okay. So the first year, I think I did get oil. Then I started checking because they were kind of expensive. So then I started checking around to see if I can get less expensive. And I found several companies. So I didn't get any more oil from them, but they continue to service my heater for every the, year. For $200, meaning, <coughs> every what year, exactly does service your heater mean? Yeah, clean my heater before I turn it on. For the, so you turn for it off in the summer, okay, and then you turn it back on for the winter. Okay. But you see, I always get it cleaned out because I didn't want no fire. Okay. So and you, so when do you normally get it cleaned out? In, in uh, September. Okay. So then I called them in July. Of what year? Of this year. So I said to them, I would like to have my. Uh, so you you wanted it cleaned for. For, yes, the coming year. For this yes, seat, right. okay. Because but my, you'd already had it cleaned in... Last year, in 16. In 2016, you'd already had it cleaned. Right. Okay. 16, 15, 14, How many 13, times 12. are you entitled to get it cleaned under the service contract? Once a year to get it cleaned. And you're, the last time you paid the 200 and... How much is it? 205? Was September of 2016. No, no. The last time... Whatever, when it was due, 927. Well, when is it that's due? Do you know when the last time she paid $205 was? For the previous year. Which is, show me the proof of when she paid the $205, that nobody has that? It was 2016. That's what I'm assuming, but I, do you have anything that shows that, yeah. or do you? Yeah, I have her okay. service contract for Let 13. Me see. All right, so you had a service Six. contract for uh -huh. 20, it, that you purchased in September uh -huh. of 2016, which you and I both know you're not supposed to have, because you're only allowed to get that service contract if you buy oil from them. And you know that you've been skating for years on uh -huh. that and buying oil cheaper. Okay. But it sounds like if the renewal was September of 2016, and what you're entitled to under the service contract is once a year cleaning and any problems, you got your once a year cleaning last winter. Yes, but now... My well, what do you want to do? You want to put a gun to the guy's head and make him sell you the $205 service contract still? So who is more unreasonable? The person who owns the house, the customer, or the person they hire uh, to do work at the house? What do you say? I think the homeowner is going to be the one that's more unreasonable because it's their place, they want it to be perfect, and they're paying money to get this guy to do it done right. And that makes him unreasonable. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe not. He's just being... Uh... Is it? Is it... The, home, uh, the homeowner is unreasonable or the people they hire typically? Definitely, more unreasonable. definitely the homeowner. Why? They're just pains. They're awful. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a house? No. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a house? No. Do you have a house? No. Do you have a house? Yes. 
You're a pain in the neck. Going inside the courtroom. My contract wasn't up until 9:27 of 17. Right, so but you're not entitled to two times a year of cleaning. Let's see when it's. Look, annual silver plan heater service contract renewal. Current contract expires 9-27-17. Is there anywhere where you talk about what is covered under that service contract? Uh, it yes, should be the original contract with her, right? Right here. Okay, let's see that. And so what is covered? Once a year cleaning or Once twice a year? Once a year cleaning. Once a year cleaning. Let's correct. see what it says. Cleaning only. So we know it was cleaned in September. Yes, it, ex it, it expires a year later, right? Mm -hmm. So we know you paid September 27th of 2016. Yes, I did. That's right. And then did you have it cleaned in September? Yes, I, yeah, well, it was that year, yes. Right. Yeah. So, and do your records show that you cleaned it uh, uh, sometime after September tw uh, 27th? Yes, ma'am. But may I see your records of when you cleaned it? Because. It, there's no question that they don't have to fix anything wrong mm -hmm. with your with your thing. This contract is is void and non-refundable if the customer does not purchase fuel from us. It says that. But you're under the impression that they did nothing the whole year but charged you the $205. No, Judge Milan, what they didn't do, I didn't buy oil, and all these years I was... You've been skating. I'm yeah, <laughs> but you got caught finally. But, but Who's I, that nice young man with you? My grandson. Oh, your grandson's yucking yeah. it up, right? <laughs> right. But. So, so, but do you think they've done nothing the whole year with your two hundred and five dollars? Like they never opened up? They never cleaned it in September of last year? No, they did clean it last year. Did they clean but it the after September twenty seventh of twenty sixteen? Yes. Anybody, can anybody tell me when they cleaned it's right here, it? Yeah. It's yes, they did. I know when they cleaned it. Oh, October 13th. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. then you got your cleaning. What right. else are you supposed to get for the silver plan? The, uh, any parts that break down on that list. Okay. And did yeah. any parts break down? No. Okay. So what is it that the man... I'm sorry, I haven't even given you a chance to speak <laughs> one word. Well, what is it the man... Never mind, you don't have to. What <laughs> is it that the man didn't do Judge that Milan. you haven't already claimed? He's just not letting you renew it for next year. But that was fine. Oh, okay. But, but all these years, I was buying oil somewhere else, and after 10 years, you're going to tell me you're not going to honor my service contract, and I've been paying But they you? have honored your service contract. What did they not honor? Okay. They just won't continue to sell you one. On September 27th, that's the last time you were able to get a service contract of 2016. It expired 2017. Because apparently sometime in 2017, you guys got your act together. Well, we finally uh, got a computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. You know, when I became a judge, computers, had, to, to me, it was just like a a fashion faux pas, and I made the clerk's office take the computer out of, I could get this monstrosity out of here, it looks awful, I don't want it in here, I don't know how to use, I really thought it was a fad, but that was 1994. <laughs> okay. It's very hard to run a business without a computer. <laughs> Okie dokie. So then you realize where all the holes were. All right, so here's the thing. September 27, 2016, you buy a contract, you pay $205. October 13th, 2016, which comes after September. Yes, and they he cleans it. it up. Right. And you had nothing go wrong or break 
between one date and the other. The mm -hmm. thing is that you want more than a, quote, annual cleaning. You want a second cleaning squeezed into the same year. But That's I'm, what you want. But because I'm, you already got one cleaning. You're only right. supposed to get an annual cleaning. Right, but I'm paying for the two... For, Did you pay $205 in September 27 of 2017? No, I, what? No, they didn't charge you for the next no, year. because right. I, so, they sent me a letter telling me they can't honor that. Right, because well, I didn't buy oil. The reason I'm saying, now my thing is, after all these years... And your, your, your claim to a refund of last year, okay? I don't okay? want a refund. I wanted the service for my... Oh, <laughs> hell no. That's not happening. You want to be saying. able to keep no. getting the gravy. I would give it to no. her just because she's so cute. <laughs> you seriously think that no. the, these folks finally get their act together and realize that you were, you were getting something you're not supposed to get, and you still want them to go clean and sell no, you no, the... No, no, no. I was going to pay for it, like I do every year. I no, you're not entitled to it unless you're buying year. their oil. You're so, not entitled to it unless you're buying their oil. A fact that you knew better than I did. After 10 years? Okay, so you, so you want me to grandfather you <laughs> in on getting something you weren't supposed to get. Okay. I, I could listen to you all day. <laughs> Honestly, what's it like arguing with her on Thanksgiving? Uh, hard. Hard, right? Uh, difficult. I don't There's win. no arguing. All righty. Uh, well, if you're not going to buy the man's oil, you're not going to get the man's service. That's how it works. It's mm. completely reasonable. They did nothing dishonorable. They, you bought, the last time you paid $205 was in September of 2016. In October of 2016, one month later, they did the annual cleaning, which is what your package pays for, and you're just trying to scam in another annual I cleaning within <laughs> the 365 days, and it's not going to happen. The man doesn't have to do it. Okay? Verdict for the defendant. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Come on. So, in a rather easy decision for the judge, the defendant has prevailed. Ms. Gaither, if you'll step over here. Yes. You, do you understand the judge's decision? Yes, what? Yes, was, yes, I understand. You do understand? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So if you want to get one of those kind of contracts, you're going to have to go to somebody else. Yes, I will, and I am. Thank you. That's what, you're in a hurry. Yes. Where are you going? I better go home. <laughs> She's going home. <laughs> Mr. Aiken? <laughs> Congratulations. You won the case. I don't think you even had to open your mouth, did you? Well, it pays to have things in writing. Yes, it does. Contracts are important. That's right. All right. And you were, I guess you're lucky, the fact that, uh, you know, she didn't need any service. So thank you very much. Okie dokes. Harvey? Okay, Doug. I mean, really, the key to this case is the defendant is right. The plaintiff did not live up to her end of the bargain. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. is the plaintiff, Gerald Downing. He says the defendant was a young, hardworking guy who we employed, and he thought the kid was a good person, so we loaned him some money. Turns out that guy just walked off the job, never paid him back, and he won't be played like a sucker from the likes of this little punk who still owes him the $875 he loaned him, so he's suing.
This is the defendant, Brandon DeFilippo. He says the plaintiff's a previous employer who just won't go away no matter what he does. The guy tried to steal his last paycheck from him when he quit. He's owed and is now coming after him for money he simply didn't borrow and does not owe. He's accused of going low down on a loan. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff loaned the defendant money and says the guy stiffed him. But the defendant says the plaintiff is a mess that just won't go away. It's the case of going low down on a loan. Thank you, Douglas. Gerald Downing, you are suing your former employee, Brandon DiFilippo, for $875 that you say he owes you for loans that you made to him in order for him to keep his credit up. Yes. Um, okay, while he was working for you. Tell me about that. What happened? Yes, well, uh, Brandon came to work for us in January of 2016, I mean, 2016, and in the first few months of his employment, I was very proud of him. He worked very hard. He's a hard worker and was very respectful, and I, we start to, started to get to know each other. Well, as we started to get to know each other, he brought up an issue about his credit. And he had a couple loans on commercial loans, and he had a couple for school loans. Um, I was very concerned about those loans, and I was very concerned because he wasn't paying them. So I let him know my opinion about not paying credit cards or school loans, which are never forgiven, that I would help him out with this. What I would do is give him $125 a month if he matched it, but I want to see the statements so that we could put $50 this week and $50 this week so that all four creditors would be happy and his credit rate would go up after a couple years. Okay. And at the rate he was at, he couldn't even buy a car. So anyway, around April is when I made a deal with him of $125 and I paid him for six months. Uh, 100, 125. What was the agreement, though? You were paying 125, and he was going to match the 125, right. so he can keep his bills afloat. So, and was he supposed to pay you back the 125 you were paying? He was supposed to pay me back, but there was no hurry because at that time he had no money. Right, but there was an agreement that he would pay you back. Oh yes, it I wasn't even... a gift on your part. Right, because I sent him an email <laughs> about the amounts and the amount paid, and he wrote back in five days, "Yes, I I will pay you and get you the receipts." And I have the emails Let here. Let me see those emails. So what ends up happening? <clears throat> he so works for you for how long? I stopped giving him the money in May because he wasn't giving me any statements of proof of payment. And that concerns me because of the track record. So then um, around December, uh, we get information that he can't drive the truck because of his driving record. So we decided Wait, to meaning what? You get information from whom? The insurance company? The insurance company, yes. Oh, that they would not cover him. They would not cover him for insurance because <laughs> of his driving record. And I said to my son, Brandon's a good worker. I don't want to lose him. We'll get a driver for him. And we did get a driver for him. And then um, he, he was uh, on January 16th of 2017. He could no longer drive our truck. And that day, I asked him to run down and get some gas in the truck, not even thinking it. He went down there to get gas. Oh, you gas. had him drive? Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that day. Actually, he was in the middle of a delivery, wasn't he? What yes, kind of, what do yes. you guys deliver? 
Kitchens. Okay. Kitchens so you had him do you had him drive a commercial vehicle for a commercial purpose. He had no insurance. So if he gets into an accident, what was gonna happen with do you have a commercial driver's license? No. So that would have been my fault if he got in an accident, if he didn't have an insurance. <clears throat> you were worried about what it would do to your license. Yes, Your Honor. Um because you thought that they could go after you? I was always told the driver's always at fault no matter what. Well, they could sue you too. Mm -hmm. Um so but the bottom line is, you find out you're driving, according to you, you find out you're driving without insurance, when and how? When I was on the delivery, I called his phone, he didn't answer, so I called his son, his partner, and he told me that I wasn't insured. How did it come up, though? I was just driving, and it, I just thought of it, because they told me the week before that I might not be able to be on the insurance anymore, which oh, I didn't okay. understand, so. All right, so, um, and, when, and, and the son said, oh, yeah, dad didn't tell you, you're not insured. Yeah, dad actually sent me on a delivery. Okay, and then so what happened? And but you then, know, he's kind of, he's very fatherly towards you. I mean. And then I went back to the. Which you liked at some point. You may think it's uh, aggressive now, but at some point um, you didn't mind having an older person who believed in you and you took his help. Um, that 125 you were taking every month, his money was green that's enough. That's not incorrect. Or that's not correct, the amount that I was given. How and much it, were you given? It was different every week. We never kept track. He gave me 125 the first week, and then sometimes it would be 60 bucks, sometimes 70, something like that. And it didn't go on for six months either. It was a lot less time than that. So how much, according to you, did he loan you? I honestly don't know, Your Honor. We didn't keep track. Well, Not were you supposed to pay him back? Every amount. I tried to so pay him back. So then how can you com uh, combat what he's saying is the amount if you weren't keeping track? I tried to pay him back three separate occasions, and every time he told me to put the money back in my pocket and forget about it. So after the third time of trying to pay him back, I did forget about it because he told me to. Okay, and so when is this email that he's gonna show me about you paying him back? That was before I had <laughs> tried to pay him back. Oh, and uh, he goes through, oh, well, in this email, before you tried to pay him back, he says, uh, I lent you money to help pay off your debt so that your credit rating would rise from being poor. Amounts are yada yada, 875. It's due by July 31st. He writes you that on June 7th. And you don't say, no, that's not the right amount. What you say is, yes, I know. I have one of the receipts I will give you tomorrow. I'm just waiting on the other two to come in. I can start paying you back weekly this Friday if that's okay. All right. And then in January, he sends you an email. For, the, he copies you on the email that he had sent you in June and says, you need to respond to them about the money you you borrowed from me. I emailed you earlier about telling me what type of payment plan you would like. You gave me no response. Actually, he did give you a response. He said, I'll start paying you back weekly. Um, but I guess that didn't happen in June. You agreed to start paying me in June. You've paid nothing towards the loan. When did you stop working for him? January uh, 16th. Okay. So... After I had tried to pay him back three times... Did he try to pay you back three times? If he did, I don't remember, but if he did do that, I know he didn't have a lot of money. And I yeah, so what we'll difference would it make? So he should, be, he should be penalized and you should get to skate on the loan? Well, um, I tried, and then I'd worked for him for seven more months, and it literally was never brought up once okay, again. Okay, well, it's being brought up now. What's your defense? The defense can't be he was, he was so paternal that he was giving me more time to pay. That can't be your defense. No, he was telling me not to pay at all. I had tried three times, and then... He literally never brought it up again. Uh, uh, did you ever tell him this loan is forgiven? Never. Okay, so it doesn't sound like it, but, um, you know, it, it, I mean, him saying, put the money back in your pocket, you can pay me later, is not the same. All the evidence I have is that there was a loan outstanding, 
and that you're supposed to pay it. Now, you, he, what ends up happening is you get really mad when you find out that you're driving without insurance, and you park the truck where? At the, at the shop, at the... You take it back? Yes. Okay. And then you leave work that day because yes. you're furious and you don't, there's nobody physically there to yell at or get mad at. Yes. And um, couldn't you get mad by phone with the son? I called both of them. Neither of them answered, so I sent an email to both of them. The son Saying, was on I'm vacation. really sorry. If you want to fire me for leaving today, I'm leaving today. I'm really angry. I can't believe this is my license you're talking about. Why would you put me in this position? And, you know, he's got a point. Um, why would you put me in? I mean, what would probably happen, you and I both know, is that if there had been an accident, then they'll go after the deep pocket. They're not going to go after but, but technically, he's right. They can go after both of you, and it could affect his license. He could suspend his license. That's important. So he's mad. All right? So what happens? I see that you get an, uh, an email from someone saying, weird choice you made yesterday. We're going to find a different job for you. We don't want to lose you. You're a good employee. So what happened? You didn't want the different job? No, I didn't get offered that. I just got fired through a voicemail. Oh, okay. So who sent you that, e that text or email? That was my son, Marshall. And then you decided, no, I don't like that he walked off? No, and when, he, he no when he walked off, um, he deserted what we needed. I had a whole truckload of cabinets to deliver. I couldn't find him. None of my employees knew where he was. He didn't tell anybody, and he didn't stay there and wait. So I see the truck there, and I said, well... Brandon was fast on that one. The truck's back already. Another half hour, nothing from him. I Cut, go well, out. Is it nothing from him, or is it you weren't picking up your messages, no, no, you weren't picking heard, up the phone, and you weren't reading your email? No, I, my phone was on. I didn't hear. I don't know when What time did you me. send the email? I'm not sure, Your Honor. I think well, 10 a.m. Well, let's see. What time? I think 10 a.m. So if somebody stiffs you on a loan, is that immoral or is it just the way of the world? No, that's immoral. You should take responsibility for your actions. We see so many of these cases, though, immoral or just the way things go? Um, it's immoral to the extent, obviously, um, you know, depending on the circumstances of the person. You know, it, it doesn't well, always okay. happen. I mean, if somebody isn't really uh, like a hardship, but I'm talking about people who just blow you off. It's wrong. It's immoral. If someone does you the favor of lending you the money, you have the, the responsibility to pay them back. I have faith in humanity still, because the, the cases I've seen, people just don't pay back, going inside the courtroom. At 10.03 a.m., I apologize for sending this in an email versus in person, but you're not here today. Your father let me drive the truck to a delivery today and didn't mention I wasn't insured. Okay, he's not there. The son's not there. But was the father there? No. Was there staff there? There was one other secretary. Okay. She was busy. She was busy. She, she, I mean, I didn't think to tell her either because she wasn't my boss. She was just a co-worker. All right, so anyway, you fired him at that point because right, you I felt that was wrong. The, it's fine. Right. You have a right to fire him. Yes. All right, and he even admits you have a right to fire him. Yeah. All right, so now his wages come up and you don't pay the wages because he owes you 875 so you decide to keep the 400 you file uh, a claim with who the labor board mm -hmm. and you end up winning which he should because yeah. you can't you got to go to court to sue him for the money <laughs> yeah, that he owes right. so did you end up paying his lawyer also or you didn't no, have, he a didn't have, have a lawyer, lawyer. we didn't oh, have a lawyer cuz otherwise you might have had to pay his lawyer yeah did you have to pay your lawyer I didn't have a lawyer either. Okay, both of you just went, told the story. It was and, $400. And, all right, so you paid him his wages, and now he's suing you for the money, and what is your defense? Uh, well, I tried to pay him, and at that time he wouldn't take it, so at this time he can't collect it. Yeah, at that time he liked you. You were his employee. Now you're a guy who got mad and walked off the job and ended up causing a huge problem because the installers are on the other side, the homeowner's on the other side, the, the homeowner wants the stuff. Who ended up delivering the stuff and when? 74-year-old Jerry. Oh, just do it. All right, but <laughs> did you, you didn't take the set. You had installers on the other, or did you install it? 
No, we don't install. We just deliver. Oh, We're not okay. The so, but that meant you had to take all well, the. I drive the truck down, right? And, and then who'd you have on the other side? That one contractor helped me out. Okay. All right. I paid him a little bit. Of money. All right. All right. Um, but that's you know. Okay. So yeah, he has a right to still sue you. It doesn't change a contract that the two of you had. And when the labor board said you were right, what they were right about is that you are right. He cannot hold your 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 wages hostage. He must pay you and then come to me and let me decide if this is a loan or a gift or what it is. All right? So it's not that the labor board told him to go away and pay you. The labor board, as far as they're concerned, the only thing that matters to them is the wages. All right? I am the person who has to decide if this is a loan or a gift, and I find that it's a loan. It's clear from your text in June that it was a loan. And just because a guy lets you keep it in your pocket for a little longer because he likes you, that doesn't mean that he can't collect today when he doesn't like you because um, you broke his heart. All right. <laughs> but you know, you really shouldn't be too heartbroken over it. I mean, I realize you feel that it was wrong, but I, I kind of side with him on how wrong it was to send him out without insurance because it is his license. Um, in any event, that means that I am finding in favor of the plaintiff in this case for the $875 plus, of course, your court costs. That's my judgment. Good luck, folks. Where are you working now? Uh, currently nowhere. Oh. In between jobs. Oh, you need you need a driver? No. <laughs> so the judge decides a loan is a loan, and Mr. Tifilippo, you got to give it back. Yeah. Eight seventy-five. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was really very nice to you. Honestly, yeah, I, I, I can't know. believe you don't feel like you owe it back to him. No, he told me I didn't. So. Yeah, but it's all I right, mean, the judge made a decision. You're just taking that, and you, you don't feel any obligation to give it back to him at all. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> now that the judge says you have to? Yeah. Well, have you learned anything from all of this? Um, no. <laughs> Honestly. No? Yeah. I'm just happy it's over with. Well, okay, good enough. Okay, yeah. that's the way. I hope you don't see me back in court soon. All right, Mr. Downing. Well, you liked him at one time. How yes. are you? Nice Congratulations. I still like him. He just doesn't think right sometimes. Yeah. A few times. Yeah, all right. Well, and, you, um, you're a very law, generous guy, I well, must say. I wanted to help him. I didn't have a father. He didn't have a father. Really? Yeah. Basically, his father never helped him. So you were kind of pinch-hitting as a yeah, dad, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. And I wish him luck. You're a nice guy. Okay. Thank you very much. Sure all right, I see you all the time. Well. Thank you very much. That's good. <laughs> Harvey? So, you know, we get all we get cases like this all the time where people say, he forgave the loan. I didn't have to pay. Unless there is clear evidence that the loan is forgiven, the loan is still intact. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.